0: Would you stand all over the house? We're gonna read a scripture together. Thank God for the worship experience thus far. Let's give God some praise for Immeasurable and for the mass choir and for our worship team and for our worship band. Let's give God some praise again for them leading us. Amen. I hope you just didn't spectate. I hope you participated. Amen. I hope you were invested and involved and what God is doing in the worship experience, amen? Uh, you can bring the lights up, amen. Praise God. I, uh, we're going to read a text, Deuteronomy 32, 39, and 40. Deuteronomy 32, 30, 39, and 40. Thank you. That helps a little bit, appreciate it Let's read together See now that I, even I Am he, and there is no other I kill And make alive I wound and I heal And there is none that can deliver Out of my hand For I lift up my hand to heaven And swear as I live Forever As I live, w- when? Forever, none like me Praise God and uh, let's bow our heads Touch and agree just for a moment Oh God, we lead you Come in and touch us and teach us and guide us And strengthen us and comfort us And console us if needed, Lord God Lift our spirits, Lord God Allow our spirits to be attuned to your spirit Residing in us, Lord God For those who haven't ignited that fire Through being born again, filled with the spirit Allow us to accept, to receive, to embrace To believe this day To not put it off. To know that you're in the midst, Lord God. So touch us and teach us. Guide us along the path. We need you, oh God. We need you. In every aspect, every area of our lives. We need you, Lord God. To direct our path. We need you, oh God. To provide for our needs. We need you, oh God. To encourage hearts. And in some instances, Lord God, our hearts are damaged. Our hearts are hurting. Our hearts are disappointed. Our hearts are discontent. In the name of Jesus, manifest your power that we might experience your joy, your peace, your contentment, your strength, your guidance to go forward in you. Is our prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Manifest your power in the church universal. Manifest your power in this church, rejoice in the Lord Ministries. Help us, Lord God, to rejoice in you, to rejoice in the Lord always, always, to manifest your power and your presence, to to, to occupy this world, Lord God, with the intent of leading others to you, connecting people to you, bringing people to you. Charge us with that responsibility and help us to take that role and responsibility seriously touch our lives and go through with us in the word is our prayer in Jesus name and the people of God said amen, amen. and thank you Jesus amen <laughs> amen you can be seated good to see everybody this morning good morning to you good morning. amen I want to ask you to continue to remain, prayer, remain prayerful for Monica Gatson Jackson who's recovering and uh uh, you know, we'll say a little bit more a little bit later about the small groups. We want you to visit a small group this week. Who visited a small group? Who went to a small group this week? Raise your hand. Amen. keep it up? put it up high? See that? So it's taking advantage of them. So I need the rest of us to just visit one, connect with one, and experience a wonderful, experience, a wonderful opportunity to draw closer to God, to receive kind of this one-on-one attention that the team acrostic represents. The T is for teaching. The E is for equipping or coaching. The A is for accountability. That just happens organically by us coming together. The M is for missions. In other words, we're involved in what God wants us to do as the priesthood of all believers. And the S is supplication. That means prayer. So we get praise reports and prayer requests in the midst of the context of our small groups. We draw together, we bond together, we grow together. And we grow better really in smaller groups can, than we do in larger groups. You know, you can't stop me midstream and say, hey, I got a question, or I got a comment, or I got a testimony. I can't, you can't insert that in this environment. But in a small group environment, there is a powerful opportunity for growth and development and maturity in Christ. Amen? 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 amen. amen. Can I get a louder amen? Amen. Now, thank you very much. Y'all just want me to go totally old school on you Begging for amens uh, Okay, we're going to mention a few other things New partners classes this Sunday at 9 a.m. So we're on a series of messages entitled uh, The Real God, amen uh, With permission, we use these video clips From Chip Ingram's ministry, amen Amen And so we're thankful for uh, those videos. They they make the point, don't they? In terms of talking about how big our God is. Amen. And the whole issue today that we want to tackle when we face and deal with the attributes of God, the character traits of God, is that one of his attributes is that he is, this theological term, he is sovereign. Theology is just God talk the way we talk about God. It describes a principle, a precept in Scripture scripture that indicates, you know, who He is. You know, we talked about already that God is what? Good. Amen? He's good. And uh, it shattered some, I pray, some misnomers, some erroneous thoughts about who God is. God is not a bully. Amen. And he's not a vending machine. Can I get a witness? Not a genie, you know, that you just rub and, hey, give me this and give me that. Go for this and go for that. He's not uh, here to fetch stuff for us. Amen. Even though he does, he is attentive to us. And he wants to look out for our best interests. Amen. But he also wants to measure it out, meter it out in such a way where it represents his interests as well. Not just your own. Amen? So, so I, my faith can't be myopic, narrow, nor can my faith be selfish. There's no such thing as a selfish faith. You know, faith that's just all about me. And modern Christianity tends to lean that way. It's about me and mine. It's about my having resources, opportunities, and my prospering, my, my being blessed. So that's why we'll exclaim sometimes when asked, How you doing? I'm blessed and highly favored. Amen, somebody. You know, and the world don't wanna hear that. Amen. We need to humble ourselves a little bit. Amen. You know, as if God is just, you know, team, I'm on team God, and that makes me bigger, badder, more bodacious than you. Amen. Christian braggarts. Amen. I'm just telling the truth in love. Y'all got real quiet. Got real quiet. Y'all been doing some Christian bragging, some spiritual spiritual bragging. Now, I don't even want you to brag about this church. I want you to talk about this church being a place of worship, a place where teaching ministry is, is, is taking place, a place where people can bless and be grown. But you shouldn't be bad bragging about my choir better than your choir. You know, my musicians better than your musicians. Amen. We had a gospel artist at our church last Sunday. (laughs) Amen. You know, I'm just saying, we put things in people's face and you never know what turns people off. And one of the telltale signs of the faith is that we are humble. And one of the reasons that we are humble is because we serve a sovereign God. What is sovereignty all about? Sovereignty is about how big God is. That's what it's about. It's about how big God God is. How enormous. How unfathomable. How uncomprehendable He is to us. Amen. God is big. He overgrown. Amen. (laughs) He said. He says in this way. You know. In other words, who's like me? Who can compete with me? Amen. Uh, There is no equal to God, no equal, no contrast, no comparison, amen? The word says, that he says about himself, I am the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. I'm the king of kings and the lord of lords. I'm bigger than the president, I'm bigger than the CEO or the CFO. I'm bigger than the supervisor, manager, I'm bigger than big shots, amen? I'm bigger than the rich and famous, I'm bigger than any entity, any institution, any system on the, place of, on the face of the planet. I am the planet maker. Amen. I'm the creator. Amen. Amen, somebody. I hurled all this into motion. I set things and orchestrated them, just to calibrated them just right for uh, the entire galaxy to be in place to feed my agenda. Amen. God is Big Amen somebody Now how is that helpful You know it's helpful for us to know That God is big That he's sovereign Amen somebody It should be comforting to know that your God is that big Because the minute Minuscule things that you need to get done They can be taken care of By a big God An awesome God And God is not an absentee You know you know, some, some folk feel like God is absent somehow. He's not here. He's not around. He's abdicated his authority or his interests in our well-being. Amen. But God is just God. And he set some things in motion in order to create us and to facilitate free will in us. So you say, why is it pain? Why is it suffering? Why, why we got to go through some stuff? Because he didn't, he didn't want to make us a robot to make us do right. He gives us the opportunity to accept, to reject, to, to believe, to not to believe. Amen. To affirm or not affirm our faith in him. Amen. And there's consequences. For rebellion, there's consequences. For rejection, there's consequences. For disobedience, there's consequences. We're out from paradise. Already paying uh, from the sins of Adam and Eve, some things were hurled into motion, or some curses, if you will. Pain, suffering, labor, those are things that were ushered in by us. And now we're living with it. But God sent his only begotten son to redeem the time and to eradicate the pain. Y'all with me today? He sent his only son to redeem the time and to eradicate the pain. Amen, somebody. To deal with it. But in order for him to deal with it, we got to acknowledge his authority. Sovereignty connects with authority. And we all in some way, shape, form, or fashion are under authority. We are creatures that are under authority. You know, you may be the authority, but are you under some type of authority? But all of us have folk who rule, things and systems that rule, that have rules, policies, procedures, processes that we have to adhere to. Amen. Stop signs out there. Mr. Red, stop signs say, stop. We need to adhere to that. Can I get a witness in the house? Amen. They got cameras on the street corners now. They can reel you in whether or not. They don't even have to be there to give you a ticket. Can I get a witness? Amen. Any witnesses in the house? <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> Authority is something we're used to. Parental authority. Teachers have authority. Then, then teachers have authorities that are over them. Principals are over them. Principals have authority that's over them. Superintendents. Superintendents have authorities that's over them. Uh, school boards. School boards have authorities that's over them. Voters. Amen. Authorities. Amen. Uh, even Donald Trump has authority. Supposedly that's over him. Laughter <laughs> You know, that's why we have three branches of of government to divide the power, amen, legislative branch, judicial branch. He's just the executive branch. You know, he's overrunning that authority, but the bottom line is, in some instances, it's just so obvious. I got to say something. But, uh, (laughs) you know, so, 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 no, everybody has some source of authority. Amen, somebody. But God, there's nobody over God. Amen. No government, no president, no CEO, uh, no judicial system, no economic system, no no system, nothing, nothing over God. God is self-sustaining. Amen. He don't need nobody. Amen, somebody. Everybody needs somebody. Can I get a witness? We all need somebody to love. That's a song about that, right? Amen. A Beatles song. <laughs> I went way back. Anyhow, so, 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 but God doesn't need anybody. Amen. He doesn't need help. He doesn't need assistance. He doesn't need advice. He doesn't need resources. He is the creator of resources. Amen, somebody. God is sovereign. There's no one beside him, there's no one over him, there's no one bigger than him. And it's comforting to know that God is God. Amen. Uh, our ancestors, who, those who are of African descent, amen, I did the DNA thing recently, and got, I, got, I got 70%. <laughs> I got 70% African. I was celebrating. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, I'm like, yeah, yes. <laughs> Togo benign. Nigerian, I got all that stuff up up in there Got some white folks in me too, which is good Ain't nothing wrong with that, that's the way God did it I'm fine with the mixture, amen And if we all check, we all cross-pollinated to a certain extent Amen, Amen, somebody, because we all come from the cradle Amen, so it's nothing wrong We, We are all people, God's people And God loves us all, praise God but in African history, in African-American African history, you know, people who were subjugated and, and oppressed and enslaved and lived through Jim Crow, all those kinds of things, guess what? They found comfort in knowing that God was sovereign. What does that mean? That God ultimately is in control and that God, in due season, will bring change. Amen. Amen? We all should find comfort in that. When, you, when you're feeling like being unjustly treated, and unfairly treated, there's nothing you can do about your circumstances or situations, we should to find comfort in knowing that God is in control. Amen. If you're on his side. Amen? The question is are you on his side? Are you worshiping God, the real God, the true God, the God that Will allow some things to happen But he also can decree a thing He can declare and decree Us being set free He can declare and decree You're being healed He can declare and decree An intervention on your behalf Economic prosperity Relational healing He can reconcile and bless Praise God He can declare and decree That's what God can do. God can intervene when he gets ready. Has he done it for anybody? That's where that that old saying comes, won't he do it? (laughs) He will do it. And he's done it, praise God. And so, to acknowledge that God is powerful, that God is sovereign, that God is ultimately in control, that God can tip the scales, that it doesn't matter if wickedness appears to be in control, God can make a difference, praise God. That God can use any situations and any circumstance to work out for his good. Matter of fact, Romans 8 and 28 says, you know, All things work together for the good For those that love God Not that all things are good That all things work together for the good For those that love God And are called according to his purpose So God can bring good out of anything But you got to believe he's sovereign to believe that Amen So if I'm hurting He can bring good out of that if I'm down and out, he can bring good out of that. If I'm upside down, he can bring good out of that. If I'm economically distressed, he can bring good out of that. If there's death or sorrow or bereavement or grief, he can bring good out of any situation. But you've got to believe he's sovereign to believe that. You've got to believe that he's big, that he has a plan, that he has a purpose for your life, praise God, that he can intervene on our behalf that he's a sovereign God, that should comfort you. Amen? When I had situations in my life when I couldn't do anything about what was happening around me, praise God, I had to find comfort in God. I couldn't change the circumstances. I couldn't couldn't mitigate the situation. I couldn't come up with the solution. I did not have the answer to the question. Amen? Amen? But God. Did you hear me? But, 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 but I rejoiced in knowing that God had the answer, and that God's will and word will prevail, that God will allow victory to be wrought on our behalf when we're in him, praise God, and that even in the midst of tough and difficult situations, that God even has a purpose for that. I've seen it happen. I've experienced it for myself, and it's a joyful thing to look back with 2020 vision, perfect clarity, to know that God took me through that to get me here. Amen. He allowed me to go through that so that I could arrive at this place. Amen. He allowed me to go through that pain, that difficulty, that disappointment, that betrayal. Amen. Can I get a witness in the house? In order for me to change my perspective and have an eternal perspective rather than a perspective that that is congruent, equal to the world. Amen. When you get an eternal perspective, that's a blessing in your life and for your life, praise God. It ain't nothing like seeing things God's ways. But in order to see things God's way, you got to decide that I'm going to acknowledge his power and his authority. Amen, somebody. I'm going to acknowledge his power and authority. In Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Deuteronomy 4, Deuteronomy 4 and 39, know therefore today and lay it to your heart that the Lord is God in heaven above and on earth beneath. There is no other, no other. And the scripture says that there is, a, there is not a name. He is a name that is above every name that is named. Talk about Jesus. Amen? So, so disease is a name. Cancer is a name. Sickness is a name. It says that Jesus is above every name that is named. <laughs> Exploitation is a name. Suffering and sickness, they're names. But Jesus' name is above every name, praise God. That's why he did what we call recreative miracles. If you didn't have no hand, amen, that's some kind of miracle. Bam, and he grow one. <laughs> amen? That's the God who's all-powerful all-knowing, altogether lovely. Amen? I had some scriptures that I wanted to put up. I don't have time to go through all of these, but it talks about God being all that. Amen? It says, uh, here here it is, he is before all things. He created all things. He upholds all things. He's above all things. He knows all things. He can do all things. All things what's the next one he accomplishes all things he rules over all things and he is in control of all things amen earthly things human things angels and you know demons he's over all of that amen somebody that's what it means to know that you have a sovereign god he's over satan he's over bad angels and good angels he he's over even human decisions amen somebody So we say, well, yeah, we still have will. Uh, We still are free agents, praise God. But he can intervene and use even our decisions for his good. Amen. Amen. He is involved in redeeming the time, praise God, and redeeming you and I, praise God. He is in the midst of flipping the script. Amen. You know, if you really look at Jesus' life, for a minute you might have thought he lost. Just for a little while. You know, Friday, oh, the old preacher used to say, he was in that grave all night Friday, all day Saturday. But on Sunday morning, he got up. <laughs> Praise God. For a minute, it looked like he was defeated, but he snatched victory out of the jaws of defeat. Amen, Amen because he's God. He's sovereign. He's in control, praise God. He even controls death and life. Amen? The power of death and life is in his hands. He can flip the script. Satan thought he won, but he used that very incident to become the Lamb of God. Amen. Slain for you and I, blood shed for you and I to take away the sins, to wash away the sins of the world. Though we were red like crimson, the word of God says, now we are whiter than snow because of Jesus. Amen. Jesus washes away the sin and he renews and he restores and he redeems and he atones and he refurbishes our hearts, minds, souls and beings. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. But so, so, Isaiah 64 says, But now, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are our potter. We all are the work of your hand. You know, you can go for a big bang theory all you want to. <laughs> Amen. I just think that is so outlandish to think something, some bang happened. That's like, you know, I've said this before, like going to a junkyard, lightning strikes the junkyard. Next thing you know, there's the iPhone. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, that, that, did not, that can't happen, won't happen. It's illogical for it to happen, for us to be so sophisticated. Amen? The, just the veins in your body, the veins in your body, the veins in one body can circle the circumference of the entire globe. Just your veins, the veins in your body. If you take them out, stretch them out one by one, they'll cover the whole globe. The veins in your body, the veins and arteries in your body. We are so sophisticated. Amen. Somebody, so intricate. These digestive systems and this nervous system and this endocrine, this the skin system and. You know, all the systems that make up, make up our being, the skeletal system. We are so sophisticated. We are created by design. Amen. We had a designer. Amen, somebody. And he made us in his image. Amen. And he made us to create and recreate. Look at the ingenuity, look at the innovativeness, look at the, look at the creativity, look, look, look how involved and invested we can be. You know, when I was coming up, Star Trek was a show I used to watch, and they flip open a communicator. <laughs> Amen, somebody. And you know, it was outlandish to think that somebody would flip open a communicator and speak to somebody on the other side of the planet. Amen. Now we flip open our communicator. <laughs> Amen, somebody. And we speak to somebody in Japan or China. See, God still has us creating. We're like, that's because we're like Him. You couldn't do that if you weren't like Him. We couldn't accomplish that if we weren't like Him. We created economic systems and political systems and judicial systems and educational systems, amen? Just just so intricate, so involved, so intelligent, so emotionally invested. It's so much that God has allowed us to achieve. So how can we get at this precipice that he's brought us to and not trust in him? Look where he's brought us. Amen, somebody brought us to some safety, brought us to security, bringing us to more health and wealth, praise God. How can we not give him honor, praise, and glory? How can we ignore him in these moments when you got a roof over your head, you know, multiple car garage, and riding in style, and putting gas in your car? Amen, somebody. You got food on your table, you got options on your menu. How can we not give God glory now? At this time How can we not acknowledge him now If this doesn't make any sense For us not to acknowledge him and Bless his holy name Wonder at his goodness And be awed by his power Deuteronomy 13, 19 39, 30 verse 19 I call heaven and earth To witness against you today That I have set before you Life and death Blessing and curse Therefore, he says Choose life, that you and your offspring may live. Amen. Loving the Lord your God, obeying his voice, and holding fast to him, for he is your life and the length of days, that you may dwell in the land that the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. Praise God. So the God we serve says, choose life. So it's possible, in essence, to choose death. He says, choose a blessing. In essence, it's possible to choose a curse. So he's saying, look, choose the right way. Acknowledge me as being sovereign, which means I'm above, I'm superior, I'm supreme, I'm the chief, I got all power in my hands. I got the ultimate rank and I reign forever. I am excellent. I am outstanding, praise God. I am king of kings and lord of lords. I am ruler, praise God. I'm unique. I'm holy. As I mentioned before, I'm self-sustaining. God is God all by himself. And any instruction, any guidance that he gives us that happens to be a little bit counterintuitive for us, it don't make good sense for us, that's where it takes trust. Because God is also mysterious. God is a mystery. Amen, somebody. In other words, it's parts of how He operates and what He does that's not fathomable for us. We can't comprehend it. Amen. Uh, you know, a mystery. He is a mystery. I got a definition for mystery here somewhere. Let me see if I can find it. A mystery, two things are true but they don't fit together. Two things true, but they don't fit together, but they're both true, amen? So a mystery is kinda disconcerting sometimes to think about God, amen? And this whole issue of bad things happening to good people and suffering and sickness and disease, and you can't just explain that real quickly, amen? I wish I could cover it all. I'm almost out of time now, amen? I wish I had time to cover it all and try to best explain it the best I could with the, with the little, little tr- theological training that I have, amen somebody but I can't explain it all because God ultimately is a mystery amen and the mysterium tremendum the term we used in, in seminary it was about acknowledging the mystery of worship amen See, see when you really worship God you worship the sovereign God, an awesome God, an unfathomable God, an incomprehensible God, a God that I can't completely understand, so all I can do is bow, lift holy hands, and trust in Him. Amen, somebody. I hope and pray that you're willing to give God that level of trust, a trust that you can second-guess other stuff, but don't second-guess God. You can second guess, you know, they, they'll tell you one time that, you know, don't eat butter and then they tell you to eat butter. They tell you don't eat margarine and then they tell you don't eat margarine. You can, you can, you can question all of that, but don't question God. <laughs> First they tell you don't have too much cholesterol, now you need a little cholesterol because if you take too much cholesterol, after diet, then that can lead to Alzheimer's. I don't know, I don't know what to do anymore. Amen. So I guess I'll just have an egg. (laughs) God is such a good God. Amen. So can you trust him with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength? Can you love him, praise God, even when you don't understand it all? You know, and then to know that God is God, amen, he wants exclusivity. Amen. All God really wants is to be more important to you than anything else he says i'm a jealous god you know say well don't ain't that a negative attribute for god to say that he's jealous but to say that he's jealous is different from regular jealousy he's trying to protect you from doing something outlandish so he's always going to instruct us and guide us even if it's a hard instruction amen even if it's a difficult instruction you know to say it to give that's not just about god that's about us having spiritual generos- generosity and goodness so that we're like God. We're made in His image, and He wants us to capture His character traits, praise God, and it's good for us. When He tells us not to do something, He ain't trying to be a killjoy. What He's trying to do is protect us from the consequences and the outcome. Amen? You know, they recently, not, not well in my lifetime, they found out, that young people, their, brain, their brains ain't fully developed to a certain point in their lives. Now they're saying they could be well into their 20s and their brains ain't finished yet. Amen, somebody? So he's trying to develop us, to, to protect us from underdevelopment. <laughs> Amen, in some instances, young folk, you need to learn to trust. Amen, you ain't even, you ain't even developed, fully developed yet. But you want to go your own way and do your own thing and chart your own course that's why the word of god says there's a multitude of wisdom in, you know you need there's wisdom in a multitude of counsel amen because we need direction we're like sheep that go astray but god is sovereign let me i'm gonna just bring up one witness joseph remember joseph joseph got rejected by his brothers because his father gave him favor and gave him the coat of many colors Amen. And acknowledge that he was going to be the brother that was in authority, even though he was the youngest brother. Amen, somebody. So he was rejected. He was entreated unfairly and unjustly, sold into slavery. They thought about killing him. Amen. And then on top of that, in the midst of that, God still allowed him to rise up the ranks. People would see administrative gift in him, and they would utilize him. Praise God. Even in prison, they put him over the prison. Amen. Here he is falsely accused by Potiphar's wife, and then he rises up again by interpreting the dream of Pharaoh to tell that the children of Israel, I'm I'm sorry, the Egyptian nation, that they would have seven years of famine and seven years, I'm sorry, seven years of plenty and seven years of famine. And then he said, look, in during these seven years of plenty, you need to get ready for the years of famine. And then Pharaoh tapped Joseph to oversee the whole process, second in command, next to Pharaoh himself. Amen. A guy who started off a slave, a guy who started off in prison. You can't tell me that God ain't sovereign. God has a plan. He has a plan for your life. He has a plan for my life. Say, God, let me step into the plan. Let me move in your will. Let me find out which way you are moving and move with you, God. Help me to know without a shadow of a doubt that you want to use me and that you will intervene, that you allow some stuff from happening, but you also direct some stuff from happening. And I want to be, be directable. I want to be usable. I want to be pliable. I want to be teachable. I want to be leadable, praise God. Lead me, God. Guide me in all my ways. Let me acknowledge you and you can direct my path. Thank you, God, for watching over me day and night. Thank you, God, for watching over me when things are hurting and when I need healing. Thank you, God, for directing my path out of the valley of the shadow of death where I will fear no evil. He gives me plus pastures to occupy, he feeds me, he feeds me, he feeds me, he feeds us till we want no more. So we say to our God, God, bread from heaven, bread from heaven, bread from heaven. We know your song, never seen the righteous forsaken, or his seed begging bread, praise God. So God has bread for you, he has bread for me, he has made a way, and he is a blesser. I want say man all over the house. Come on, celebrate! Celebrate a good God. Celebrate a sovereign God. Celebrate being on His team. Celebrate being a part of the winning team. Celebrate victory. Celebrate triumph. Celebrate joy. Celebrate peace. Celebrate hope. Celebrate love. Because God is a good God. We acknowledge his goodness today. We acknowledge his blessing today. We acknowledge God for who he is a mighty good God, a sovereign God, an all powerful God, an all sufficient God, an almighty God. No equal, no competition, unsurpassed, unparalleled, unrivaled. No rival, praise God. God is God. So I worship you, God. The God of the universe, I honor you. The God of the universe, I praise you. The God of the universe, I lift and magnify, I extol and exalt you for you are worthy of the praise, honor, and glory. Thank you for designing us and putting us together. Thank you for directing our path. That's the God we serve. I want to invite somebody to acknowledge that God, to recognize that God. Maybe you've already recognized him. Now you need to affirm and reaffirm or connect with the family, the fold, the fellowship, the community of believers. I want to invite you to come today to make a decision to, to acknowledge his sovereignty, his, to use the old term, his lordship, He's the preacher's preacher. He's the leader's leader. He's the manager's manager. He's the CEO's CEO. He's the president's president. Amen, somebody? That's God. Ruling and super ruling. Amen? Ruling and super ruling. He's not no dictator. Amen, somebody? That's the wrong image not domineering like that he wants you to voluntarily come to him now one day the word of God says every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess that he is Lord but this day is our opportunity to acknowledge him to bless his name, to accept him to embrace him, to receive him and I want to invite somebody to make that decision today don't put this off, don't procrastinate don't delay Say I come now in the name of Jesus Christ so we invite you to make a decision to acknowledge him before this body of witnesses the word says if you acknowledge me before men I will acknowledge you before my father who is in heaven so we invite you to come we invite you to connect we invite you to make a decision for him every heart praying all over the house let's worship this for a few moments and it's decision making time it's response time to respond to him. Come, whosoever will. The great I am, who is worthy, not beside thee. There is none beside thee. God Almighty, the great I am, sing high. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Say it like you mean it. He is God Almighty. Great I am. no